Well, hey there, friend. I'm so excited you've decided to join me again today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. So as you know, I work with hundreds of boutique owners and inventory-based businesses around the country. And I love nothing better than to tell their success story to you right alongside them. And that's what we're gonna hear today. So today on the podcast, I'm gonna be interviewing one of my coaching clients. I not only have one-on-one coaching clients, I have coaching clients that participate in the Boutique Workshop membership, as well as my Mastermind Accelerator group. And today you're gonna hear from one of those boutique business owners. So sit back, relax, enjoy this conversation. And if you'd love to work with me, make sure to reach out to me using the email that you can find in the show notes. As always, I want to invite you to come on over and join us as together we learn and grow in the Boutique Collective. Now, let's enjoy today's conversation. All right. Good morning, Sonia. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. And you? Good. I'm excited to visit with you. Um, we have been just interviewing some different boutique owners here on the podcast over the ca- past couple weeks. Um, and it's really fun to hear the stories of boutique owners from all around the country. I know I love listening to everyone's story. It can be really inspirational and you can learn something, get a little nugget. So thanks for taking time out of your work week to visit with me. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy to be on here. Well, let's talk a little bit about your story. Um, we need to get into merchandising just a little bit because you are fantastic at merchandising. Your windows are fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a brick and mortar in Colorado. Tell us how you got into the boutique world, what you did before you opened your brick and mortar store. Give us kind of the, the backstory. Um, that's a really long backstory. Okay. <laughs> um, so pro- like probably most people I've loved fashion forever. Um, I remember um, being younger with my cousins and we would roller skate in their basement um, because it was not finished and we'd make like dresses out of sheets and towels and fashion designer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we did that all the time. Um, And then in high school, um, my mom's a seamstress. So I would pick out like 12 different patterns and put them together and say, I want this dress for homecoming. (laughs) Love it. And so she'd make it. Um, Okay probably didn't love that part so much because I was probably difficult, I'm sure. But um, yeah, always loved fashion. Um, After I got married, we moved to Florida and I worked in a boutique uh, shoe store. So high-end Italian leather, like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. So that was kind of my introduction into retail and um, boutique world. And then of course I have kids. So I stopped that. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We did that for a while. Um, we planted churches for a while um, and through all just different things. I think I always had like a side hustle going on um, just for the extra money. So I had done sure. some MLM stuff. I had kind of done my own little photography thing for a while. I did art painting thing. So yeah, I did like everything. And then I finally found what I wanted to do at like 40 some years old. <laughs> yes, that's all right though. You had to do all those other things to really show you where you wanted to go. I did. Yeah. So actually in 2015, I started with a clothing um, network marketing business and just for the extra money and um, wanted to get out and do that. It was fun. I did pop-ups. I did Facebook um, sales and things like that. And then um, it got 
it just got too much with carrying all the inventory around. So, sure. um, 2017, my husband bought me a camper to turn into a mobile boutique. Um, but it was $250. So it was wow. not nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were more holes in the floor than there was floor. So <clears throat> it was a mess and it barely got towed to our house. And so for the next 10 months, I just renovated that and watched YouTube videos on wiring and like oh my goodness. putting paneling up and rented a sprayer and, you know, painted the outside. So yeah, that was my, that was my project. And then um, for all of 2019, I did festivals all over the state, which was amazing. I loved it. Um, everyone loved the camper. Of course, it was super cute. And um, at that time, I was no longer in the MLM. I was just doing okay. my own thing and sourcing clothes. I'd never gone to market. So it was online fashion go. And then I'd find a vendor and I'd go to their site. And um, so it was kind of all over the place. And I didn't really know what I was doing, but it was fun. But you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> having fun. I was selling clothes all summer. And then of course, COVID. So they canceled everything. Um, there were no festivals, no, like nothing. Um, so I decided, well, I should open a storefront instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what you do during a pandemic. Right. Um, so it was summer of 2020. I started looking for buildings. And then um, by June, I'd found a space and signed a lease and then opened in December. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite the journey. It's nice. I mean, you've done a lot of the pieces. And so, yeah, that just that experience is really interesting coming along and all the way from sewing all the way to wiring. I did not know that about you. <laughs> you oh, yeah. like really DIY stuff. I really did it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was interesting. And the wiring's still not amazing, but it works. <laughs> it worked, yeah. It's a lot of rugs on those holes in the floor and yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you still have your um trailer or your camper or did you get I rid do. Of that? Yeah, I do. And we just got emails last week saying that they are doing wine festivals this year. So because okay. they're outside. I don't know if they're gonna limit capacity on people or not, but um so the plan is to do all the local festivals. I won't go around the state. Um, sure. anymore but um, I will stay local um, and then it'll just be extra income during the summer months and early fall which is nice because yeah. those are fun events to do absolutely yeah get your name out there and get some more mm -hmm. customers well you have a really distinct style what would you say your boutique style is um so funny I mean it's boho western chic is kind of the tagline underneath um but I've always had used the hashtag colorado diva <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of rugged you know Colorado but then at the same time I'm kind of a princess so <laughs> well I know that I always loved your profile pic so you know we have so I have for any of you guys just listening um to the podcast here um the boutique collective is my free Facebook group and I get to know all these awesome gals by their profile pictures <laughs> and then eventually I get to meet them through a zoom coaching call or something like that but I always thought she has a really cool profile picture. Oh, so I thanks. can see that style definitely coming through. Um, and in all of the pictures of your, you know, that your boutique and your windows, that style really comes through, which let's talk about merchandising a little bit. You love it. You are so good at it. Um, have you always been really creative like that? Or, I mean, your windows are just amazing. I wish I could describe them to people. When I saw your Valentine's windows where you had, 
a picture of, and I love old classics, the old classic movies and then a mannequin. I was like, how does someone think of doing that? I've never been creative <laughs> that way. So do, okay. do inspirations just come to you? Like, how do you think of things for your story? Yeah. Um, well, I've always been creative. Um, and then I probably got my start with merchandising, um, in church world, which is kind of funny, <laughs> but, yeah. um, we had, um, my husband had been a pastor for years and then I would just start helping, well, we need to decorate for this event or for this holiday. And sure. so it With kind no of budget, that I'm way. Sure. Yeah. It's very limited budgets. Um, like, our, when we were in Mississippi helping friends with their church, our tagline was we are foam core because oh, everything was made out of foam core because it was so cheap. Um, yeah, but foam yeah, core just, felt. I love felt too. Yeah. You can hot glue it. It's great. If hot glue guns, felt, yeah, yeah. foam core paint, you, you can make anything. So it kind of started that way and then morphed into stage design. And um, and then I've always done birthday parties for all of my kids. We have four kids. So it was always a huge theme thing. And we had like $50 to spend. So it was dollar store and Walmart and, you know, taping and gluing. And so, yeah, I got really good at making cool things out of trash. <laughs> yes, I love it. So do you constantly re-merchandise your store? Are you always fidgeting? I'm always, yeah, thank God. A lot of my racks are big, huge, giant portable things, which that was a fine. That was, I think, Facebook Marketplace. They were free. There were these awesome. like $3,000 racks that like you can add shelves and move the, you know, oh bars and, and they were free and they were in the alley. And um, yeah, it, it was a pain in the butt getting them to the store because they probably weigh like 500 pounds, but yeah. <laughs> that was my yep. job. So it was fine. <laughs> Yep. It's but like getting yeah. a free piano somewhere. <clears throat> right. Piano yeah. Great, like but yeah. 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 So I'm always moving things around. And then the windows, I change out about every six to eight um, weeks, either okay. with a season or like with a holiday. So, and I'm kind of always thinking ahead of what I'm going to do next. So. Awesome. Yeah. So what do you love most about owning your own boutique or small business? Um. Gosh, so many things. So many things. I mean, I like being my own boss. I like, um, I really like the whole reason I started um, was to be able to help financially with the family. Um, and then now the potential that I see with the business is it being able to grow and actually provide a legacy for our kids and, and yeah. you know, an opportunity. If you wanted to continue with this, they could. Um, I don't know that the boys would want to, yeah. <laughs> but our daughter might, she might. So we'll see. But um that and then just um, being able to bring um, unique items. I'm very picky. Like, I haven't found a vendor where I like love everything. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, I like 12 things here. And, but I don't like your tops, but I really like your dresses. So, yes. Um, I, yeah, I really like to search out and find different cool things and unique items. And then just being part of the community downtown has been really awesome. I love that. Yeah. Really you have awesome. a really great community where your store is located. We do. Yeah. They've done so much and they're just really renovating downtown and um, it's really nice to see. So I love that. So tell us a couple big goals you have for the coming year. Um, to get off the ground. <laughs> Since I started, I, I was supposed to open in October and then just because of random different things didn't open till December. So um, kind of getting caught back up on where I should have been um, had I've started sooner. 
So um, I really want um, I really want to get to 65% uh, margin um, where I'm at 59 and a half now, but I think by the end of the year, I can totally be at 65. Yeah. Um, and then next year, you know, we'll hopefully get higher than that. Um, I, because I started late, I really want to increase by 50% each quarter. Um, okay. Sales. Yeah. So, which is totally doable. Um, I just need to, you know, do all the marketing and get all the stuff out there and, and yeah. do all the, all the goal setting. So, yeah. well, it's nice. You're heading into an awesome season where you'll be able to use your truck, which will increase those sales. And then right after that holiday season. So yeah, what, what great goals. So the margin goal and then increasing your sales. So speaking of some margin and metrics and all of those things, tell us about the boutique workshop. Cause I, like I mentioned, I've seen your profile picture picture for a while. So you kind of hung out with us in the boutique collective and then I'm not sure if you took a class before you joined the workshop or what was that what did that look like like that progression for you and was it a scary like jump to like leap into a membership because I know I would be leery of something <laughs> like that <laughs> um no I'm kind of a leaper <laughs> okay I feel like all in here I'm we like, go okay God said do this do it and then we'll figure it out later along the way yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I can't remember when I started the collective and I think I found you by accident or I don't even remember how I found you. So I hung out there and I did all of the free stuff. And, um, then I think it was the inventory class that okay. you were offering. Um, and it was, um, I think August. And so, which was kind of like, I had already signed the lease. I knew what I was doing. So I really knew I needed to take the class. Um, so yeah, it was totally easy for me to jump in. Um, and then just being able to have access to all the previous things that had taken place was huge. So, um, yeah, you were totally an answer to prayer with everything with the boutique moving forward and the information I would need and all of that kind of stuff. Cause, um, yeah, I didn't know anything. I knew how to buy clothes and renovate a camper. <laughs> But I didn't know what margin was or turn or open buys or QuickBooks or, you know, any yeah. of that stuff. So, yeah, there's so much information in the boutique workshop. And I, oh my gosh, I can't imagine. Well, I probably wouldn't have an open store right now if I hadn't have found you when I did because, or it would be a hot mess <laughs> and it wouldn't be pretty. So. Well, you and you're really active in the group. I think you do a really great job of connecting with the other members, asking questions when you have them or answering, you know, coming in with something that, you know, that's what I love about the group, too. It's a very collaborative, positive group. And I think because we're all working on the same thing, the answers and the input that we give each other makes so much sense because everybody's coming from the same viewpoint or the same angle, just a different place in their business. So yeah. I, I don't know if you've observed that at all, but I love watching the community part of it. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I, I love the community. Um, aside from just all the materials and everything in the boutique workshop, just having people who are either in the same place as you, they're ahead of you, they're a little bit behind you. Um, just having a community of people where you can, um, you can learn from them and then also help teach other people, you know, with what it is that you know. So I love that. And that everyone's so real and genuine and it's not, yeah, not catty and 
weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's a group weird. of normal, as, as much as we can be normal, because we're all weird to some extent. But um, yeah, no, it's a good group of solid gals. And I love, I mean, there's gals like you that have done other parts of boutique ownership, and now you're opening brick and mortar. We have a couple of those in there, like Emily, and there's a few others. And then there's some, there's one gal who's owned a boutique for over 10 years. And she's still learning because I think we can all always learn or we can apply it a little different. So even like the inventory class now might look so much different to you a year into running your boutique than it did last fall. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I love, I love all of the classes and I now I think I've gotten to where I'm over the rush of getting open and figuring stuff out to where it's like, I can go back and kind of revisit some things because it was kind of a mad dash to yeah. get all the information. Yes. Now I can go back and be like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be doing that. Okay. Got it. <laughs> yep. Now you're a little settled into your routine and all yes. the good stuff. Yeah. Well, before I have you give some words of advice, tell me what the dried roses behind you are all about. Oh, I see. I see these dried roses hanging and I'm like, I bet she's going to do something beautiful with oh, those. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably end up using them. My husband brings flowers every week to the boutique um, okay. for my, for my desk. Yeah. So, and I always dry them and because you never know, I might need to yes. use them in my window someday. Yes, I love that. Tell, um, maybe just dive into merchandising just for a hot minute. Um, can you tell other boutique owners that are listening why it's so important to really perfect and think about how you merchandise your store? Because sometimes I'll walk in, I go to boutiques all over the country. <clears throat> Most of them, you know, it's beautiful. I love it. But every once in a while, I'll walk into a store and I'm like, mm. I almost <laughs> took a picture once, but then I thought, no. That might not be nice um, <laughs> of a window where there was like a purple sign with some font. And then there was another kind of, I was just like, what is going on in this store? Um, and I actually didn't even go in. It was so repulsive is a very strong word, but merchandising can make us purchase things we wouldn't have normally thought we needed. Yeah. Maybe talk about that a little. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, <clears throat> especially if you have a brick and mortar is, um, the windows, you know, that's kind of like what people are going to see. If they don't know you, they don't follow you on social media, they don't already shop with you. Um, it's kind of like telling the story of what's happening inside. So if they're, if your windows are nothing or it's just a lot of random things, it's like <clears throat> kind of thrift store looking. Yeah. You know, just not, I don't know, just not well thought out. So um, being able to kind of say who you are in the window um, with your merchandising and what you put in, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and then just being able to kind of tell a story. So like with my windows, it's always seasonal or, you know, but there's always like a theme. So it's not like, of course, Christmas is Christmas. So you do Christmas. But um, for now, um, it's just like I bought some AstroTurf and stuck on the little stage there. And I hung these little shelves with bike wheels and made them a wreath and so it's kind of that boho, um, but the name of the window is, um, um, oh my gosh, and I can't think of the name of the window because <laughs> I had to take the sign down because that was a violation. <laughs> it oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's little things you learn when you're merchandising and maybe you can't put signs outside your window because that's a no-no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just being able to um, let people know kind of what's going on. Um, and I've had numerous people tell me, oh my gosh, I saw you from across the street and I had to come inside to see what was here. So 
um, you know, if, if you're needing help with um, ideas on what to do on the outside to get people in, it's always good to just kind of brainstorm, you know, whether it's a season or a holiday or a color or what that makes you feel. And you can just run with pretty much anything and um, turn it into a theme. So, and then once they're inside, being able to, you know, things need to be kind of cohesive or color coordinated um, just so that people kind of wander from one area to the next and it's interesting and not, oh, this is all it is and, and yeah. not actually come inside. So yeah, there's a lot to it, but it's not as hard as it sounds, I don't think. So. Yeah, just different pieces. I love that to remind us to like make it so people want to walk through your store and continue that story journey instead of coming in and doing like the once over and then turning around and walking out like, oh, I can see everything they have. I'm going to leave. Um, making that curiosity, like piquing people's curiosity because of how it's merchandised. Yeah. So important. Mm -hmm. Do you merchandise your fitting rooms? What are the inside of your fitting rooms like? Um, my fitting rooms are not, they're like four by four foot. So I only have um, quite a few hooks in there and I'll take extra items into the fitting room um, if someone's going to try things on, but um, there's not a whole lot in there because um, they're not walls. They're, sure. they're one by twos with um, canvas. Um, okay. On both sides. So, cause I wanted to make them portable because I like to move things around. Yeah. <laughs> so if I want to move my changing rooms, I can. Um, I love it. But yeah, I'll, I, I add a lot of stuff around the changing room. So hopefully that, that helps them get them in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then, like you said, once they're in, you're adding things to, so really merchandising the apparel that you're putting on the hooks in there um, by adding things that would make sense with what they've chosen. Yes. Love it. Okay. <laughs> so word of advice to another small business owner or boutique owner you know, maybe she's just starting out or maybe she's been in business and she's burnt out, tired. What would be a good word of advice that you'd love to share? Um, if you don't know everything already, <laughs> you need to find a coach um, and a community. I think that's so, so, so important. Um, I can't imagine trying to do this um, without you and without the other ladies in the group. Um, I think it's so important just to have that feedback and people to bounce ideas off of and the encouragement and of course all the practical tools um, that we get with the workshop. Um, I think that it's just having all those tools to be able to accomplish goals that I didn't even know I needed to make <laughs> aside from sell. So um, I think that's so, so, so important. And then getting really involved in your community, whether it's, whether you're downtown or you're in like a shopping mall, but like totally be friends with everybody around you because yeah you know they're I mean they're business owners too and they're probably trying to figure it out the same as you and they might not even know about profit first and you need to tell them that's right <laughs> so yeah yeah I love that really getting involved in your community being that light um for the other boutique owners or the other small business owners instead of thinking of this is my little business in my little bubble. Like, how can I get involved in the community? And those collaborations are only good for everyone. So yeah, and then having a coach or a mentor and a really good community of like-minded small business owners, because it is tiring to do it alone, especially if you are alone and you don't have a partner or you know maybe no employees. It's a, it's a lonely journey some days. So it's nice to have a good community to fall back onto. Yeah. 
and like your family and friends, you know, I know that they're probably amazing and, and they support you, but like sometimes they just don't understand or they just don't get it. So having people who are in the same boat as you, or even if you're just like, I need to vomit on you all for a while. Yes. <laughs> yes. Help me. So yeah, it's just, it's really nice knowing that there's a place to go to where you can get um, encouragement and guidance and, you know, support and just cry on a shoulder if you needed to. It's yeah, it's amazing. And if you don't have that, you so need to do that like yesterday. Yes, absolutely. Well, you can always join our community. So the free boutique collective is a free Facebook group. I do tons of trainings in there. Every Tuesday, I'm in there for about 10 to 20 minutes with a nugget, something to train on. Our free master classes are in there every other month. Um, really great community, lots of stuff we share. And then if you want more formal, like all of the how to's, um, like Sandra was talking about the boutique workshop. So all of those things will be in the show notes, links for those. And then tell us where everyone can find you. Cause we're going to put those links in the show notes as well. Um, so I am on Instagram and Facebook at boutique by Sonia. Um, of course my website is boutiquebysonia.com and you can find me all of those places. Or if you're in Northern Colorado, you can just come visit me in downtown Loveland. (laughs) I love it. Downtown Loveland. That's great. Yeah. Just drop in, see some of her merchandising, buy some beautiful things, get to know Sonia. She has an awesome, um, fun personality. I'd love to just hang out with you. We were supposed to be coming to Colorado in June for a summer camp for the kids and they moved it to Georgia. And I was like, I was going to (laughs) shop. So I'll find another time to come visit you. Yeah. Cause that's, what's important. Not dropping my kids off. It's like, I'm going to drop you off and go shopping. Oh my goodness, but I'll get there. All right, we'll put all those links in the show notes. Thanks for hanging out with me for a little bit this morning. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for asking me. It was a lot of fun. Hey there, friend. I'm so excited that you have decided to listen in today to the Boutique Workshop podcast. So this episode was first recorded live in front of all the members of my free Facebook group. Yep, you heard that right. I have a free Facebook group for boutique owners just like you. And if you aren't a member yet, I want to invite you to come on over and join us. You can find my Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boutique owners collective. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boutique owners collective. This is the best place to keep your pulse on what's going on in the boutique industry. Come on over and join us for free tips, free training, and a lot of awesome collaboration. And thanks again for tuning in to today's podcast. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.